Welcome to the Masterful Coach Podcast with Molly Claire, where coaches learn skill mastery, business mastery, and life mastery at a whole new level. If you're ready to create a meaningful coaching business that makes a difference, you're in the right place. And now your host, Master Coach Instructor, Molly Claire. Coaches, I have a great interview for you today. If you are interested in building your list and some simple tips that are a little bit outside of the box, this episode is for you. Brittany Schroeder helps her clients to automate, delegate, and eliminate, and she is all about simplicity. I love the way she thinks. I love the work that she does for her clients, and I know you are going to love this interview. Before we get started with that, I want to let you know that I am closing enrollment for my small intimate group where I'm working with some coaches up close and personal to help you move your business forward. 90 days with a master coach and application should still be open. Hopefully um, when you hear this, we are starting in May. So if you're interested, don't delay, grab one of those spots. You can apply and assuming that you are the right fit, you will get an email back to you with a, um, a link to join. So this is a 90-day period of time. We work in a small group. We meet every week. I am going to help you move forward finally with either doing or revamping your opt-in, making sure your emails are in place, helping you to get clients on your calendar. We're going to talk about some of those basic little things that can keep you stuck, like scheduling clients, converting clients, renewals, putting yourself out there, and even talking about your program outline, how that plays into the offer that you make so that you can really feel confident that you have the basics to grow and expand your coaching practice. So if this sounds like something you need, go ahead and go to my website and you can click there and apply for the program. As I said, we are closing enrollment. We have just a few spots left because we are starting in May. Let's do it. Okay. Without further ado, here is Brittany. She is amazing. All right. Welcome, Brittany. Hi, thanks for having me. Hello. Oh, I'm so excited to talk with you. And um, of course, I gave a little bit of an intro already to you, but um, I know my listeners are going to learn a lot from you. And first, tell them a little bit about you and who you are. Okay. Where to start? Where to start, right? (laughs) Um, My name is Brittany Schroeder, and I am a business and marketing coach for entrepreneurs. And so my favorite tagline that I use all the time is automate, delegate, and eliminate. So that's kind of like my mantra that I I like to use. But um, I'm a certified life coach and I have two kids. Kind of like where I started is I've been an entrepreneur almost as long as I can remember. I was a high school senior photographer for 10 years and Then I owned a photography magazine. I've worked in like the nonprofit sector for years. And I actually have my own nonprofit that I started in 2017. So that keep that's my passion project. Amazing. So it kind of keeps me. I got I have lots to do. Two kids, a 17-year-old and a 13-year-old. And I live in Houston and I've been married. I have to count the years, 23 years. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. Amazing. Amazing. I love everything you do. I've just always, you know, I have so many coaches and marketing, you know, experts and stuff on my Instagram feed. And I've always just been drawn to you. I love your vibe. When you're looking at Brittany's materials and looking at her Instagram, 
you just feel like maybe life could be a little easier. That's the vibe <laughs> that I get from it. And I love it. I'm glad that that's what it looks like. So <laughs> Yes. And when you were saying, you know, automate, delegate, eliminate, I was thinking about how relevant that is for um, in so many areas, right? And I was thinking about mom life, which I have a lot of coaches that I work with building businesses who are trying to manage, you know, home life and business. And it's the same thing applies there, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, especially the eliminate part. I think, you yeah. know, I think that we <laughs> yes. have to remember, okay, we have to say no to some things. When we say no, then we're saying yes to something else. And, you know, so yeah, for sure. It, it goes across the board of, you know, a lot of times how we run our business, I think it reflects like our home life and our business. They kind of reflect each other. Yes. You know, so. Yes. A hundred percent. Oh my gosh. I love it. So, and tell me a little bit, I, what I heard you saying, it sounds like you're just an entrepreneur at heart. I feel the same way. I think that's pretty common for people that you've, you've just got it in you, right? Yeah. 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 Yes. Tell me what exactly got you into this business specifically. Even I remember like having, I, I always worked. And then when I had like my first like child, you know, at first I was like, this is fun. But I'm like, oh, I need something. I, mm-hmm. I need something to like not keep me busy because I was busy, but just something that I could do. And, and so I, I started really started a little, I would do little like side hustles here and there. But mm-hmm. when I decided to do photography, it was more, it kind of evolved because I wanted to take good pictures of my kids. Mm-hmm. And then people start asking you and, you know, and, and it just kind of evolved into something that was like amazing. And yeah, I, I always said that I am very analytic and mm-hmm. tech savvy and, mm-hmm. and I had to work a little bit more at the creative thing. So when I was a photographer mm. and I started to get like a name and a brand and, and people would start asking me to speak at conferences and forums and workshops it was always like the business and business was easier for me. Like I Mm. love doing spreadsheets and automations Mm -hmm. and it was the creative that I had to like really work on developing a little bit more. So I Mm -hmm. think, you know, it just kind of came naturally. And then um, a few years ago, we moved from El Paso to um, Houston and I was like, Mm -hmm. I I don't want to start over you know, mm-hmm. with a location-based career. I want yeah, to have something yes. where I can work wherever I'm at. And and I also didn't realize that it rains so much in Houston. So ah. I didn't, I didn't, wasn't aware of hurricane season. I'll be honest. So yeah. um, then I was like, you know what? I, I'm just going to focus on business. I had been mentoring and helping people with their business so much. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'd worked in nonprofit and I always worked on the business part. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just, am like, this is, this is what I'm going to do. I love yes. this. I love helping people set up systems and automations and working less, you know? I so love it. that's kind of what brought me to this point mm-hmm. in my career. Well, it's so brilliant. And what's fascinating is as you were talking, it's so surprising to me that you say you had to work on the creative piece because just in the, you know, little involvement I've had with you, you seem to be very creative. Do you feel very creative now? I do. And, and it's one of those things. I think photography is one of those things where it helps so much. Like it it is, Mm -hmm. I I feel like so blessed that I have those skills Mm -hmm. where I can go and take, um, especially in like the digital age, like imagery is so like powerful and Mm -hmm. understanding so I feel like very grateful that I have like that skill set and it's helped me. I mean, you know, I'm very much, you know, I have 
like I have experience in graphic design because I had a, mm-hmm. you know, like a magazine and, and it just, it translates over really in all of our businesses. And I think, you know, that's one of the things is you're, you're drawn to like people's brand, you know, and the aesthetics yes. and everything. Like I, yes. I, I, I notice it so much. It's kind of funny. I'll drive by a restaurant and I'm like, Ooh, I like their branding. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Oh, I like their sign. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's, and I, and I think it's, it's, it's really like so important because we, we kind of judge for, Oh, okay. That looks professional or that doesn't look professional. And so I think, yes, you know, it's been, it's been like, it's such an asset to my business and to my coaching that I can help others with that too. Yes. Yes. Well, and what I love about that is you're talking about the systems and the automation and delegating is that so many entrepreneurs and so many coaches in this space do feel very creative, right? They experience themselves as creatives and those things that you bring allow us to be able to be more creative and to be more yeah. open to who we are because oh, yeah. the little things are already handled and they don't yeah. have to slow us down. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what I, I teach is, you know, work on these systems and work on these automations. So you can focus on the things that like you're good at and the things that bring you joy. And yes. it usually is that the creative, yes. and the, you know, the coaching, all those things. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. So one of the things that we were going to talk about today is the value of a list. Oh, yes. Which is so (laughs) important. So just last week, I was talking on the podcast about a client who had been putting off doing their freebie, starting the list for a very long period of time. Like I'm talking like a year and a half of coaching, getting out there, doing amazing things and missing that. And obviously there's a lot of fear behind that. We all know it, right? Yeah. yeah. But the value in a list is, it's huge, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and okay. I'm a storyteller. You have to know that about me. So I will tell you a story, a horror story that actually happened to me. So, Mm -hmm. um, I told you that I owned a photography magazine and this was, I mean, years ago, probably Mm -hmm. 10, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I did it with one of my best friends and we had this business together and we were all excited. We hire a graphic designer. We put out this most beautiful magazine. We're so excited. Mm-hmm. And we put it out on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly at the time, it was mainly Facebook was really the big platform. So that totally ages me and tells you how <laughs> long ago that was because Instagram wasn't even really like super huge then. Yeah. And we put it out and we did so well. And we, and I told you I'm very analytical. So we sell and we have an awesome, like first like Mm -hmm. issue. And in my head, I'm just like doing the math. I'm like, oh my gosh, we made this much. Then next time we're going to make this much and I'm doing it. And so we had a couple, it, we released a couple issues. We're doing great. And then Facebook changes, uh, you know, like mm-hmm. how it is with businesses, you know, at the very first, your business account reached as many people as your personal account. And mm-hmm. then they changed it because they want you to pay for ads and our sales plummeted, plummeted. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we, you know, like we never really recovered from that, you know, then we started to, you know, like, oh, we need to build our email list, mm-hmm. but you have to do them simultaneously. You have to do it at the same time mm-hmm. because we all know, I mean, we're seeing it now. If anybody's on social media right now, we can see how the algorithm is so unpredictable. Um, yes. It fluctuates. People's, like, I know of three people, like, in the last few weeks that their account has been hacked. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
you know, it's, it's a great platform and we need to have the mindset of we're grateful that we get it for free. And even if we're only reaching 200 people, that's 200 people for free. So we have to, we do have to have a mindset shift so it doesn't like mm-hmm. affect us, mm-hmm. but we also have to remember like, we don't own that. And right. that is why, I mean, anybody who works with me, the very first thing I ask is, okay, do you have an email list? Okay. That's where we need to start. You need to get an email list. It's so yeah. important. So I'm pretty passionate about starting your email list, having more than one platform that you're on, um, yes. and not just putting every all your eggs in one carton. Yes, I totally agree because like Facebook even has changed so much over the last few years, right? And so I think as entrepreneurs, we want to be able to utilize all of those resources, but we don't want to be dependent on them, right? We want to have our own list. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we need to yeah. just make sure that we are using more than one platform and we have do we have ways to get a hold of our clients if one goes away is it yes. going to destroy our business you know are we going to yes. lose all this business because we don't have that anymore you know that's a yes. question we have to ask so yes yeah, really yes important, so okay i funny thing like i remember when i first started my list i actually had been i had certified as a coach and i had my website and i was doing some coaching and i had set up my mailchimp But then it was, I was at mastermind maybe six months later. And one of the coaches that was there that was in my class said, oh yeah, I signed up for your freebie. And I remember thinking, oh, she's probably on my list and I don't write them. And so right when I knew there was one person there, I started writing every week. And so I think that it's easy for us to think, oh, no one's out there listening, but there are people there that want to hear from me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think you have to be consistent with it too. You know, you have to you know, it's a non-negotiable. Like with me, I, I have an email. It goes out every Tuesday and it has for mm-hmm. like three years and mm-hmm. I batch mm-hmm. them. So like I have, I do a month at a time. They're mm-hmm. one and done. But I think it's like, it's one of those things that like you consistently have to show up in people's inbox. And, and that is really yes. like what marketing is, is becoming memorable. You know, people might not need like a business coach right now. Or if somebody asks them, do you know one, mm-hmm. you know, you want to make sure that you are at the like at the top of their mind that oh yeah yeah because yeah. they are seeing you. I mean that's really what marketing is is becoming memorable and putting yourself out there and people knowing what you do so that they can refer you. And yes. email list is just another way to do that. Yes, so. it's so important. Okay. Yeah. So what would you say to my listeners about just like some simple ways to get started? Okay. So, I mean, I have lots of ways. One more thing I was going to add to just what we were talking about too, about trying to convince people, like you got to start an email list. One more reason. Um, I just think of people's like behaviors and their, and their patterns. And I think Mm -hmm. about my own and I think about like, think about like the algorithm. I can Mm -hmm. post something on the algorithm and I follow you and you follow me. I might not see your post. I might Mm -hmm. not see it. And, and, and it's very likely with how things are that I might not see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but think about email. It's in most people, unless you're that, unless you're that type of person that has 300 notifications and you don't check your email. Mm-hmm. Um, but, mm-hmm. but most people like do go through their email. Are they going to open your email? They might, they might not, but are they, they're going to see your name. They still have that option. And mm-hmm. so I think it's just, it's something that is a more of a, like a guarantee of being seen and I think mm-hmm. it's just like really important to, to just be mindful. I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to peer pressure everybody into like working on their email list. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So how, how to get started. 
Um, I actually just taught a class on this. So it's, it's at the top of like all my thoughts because I've been doing it for the last couple of weeks. But, you know, lead magnet is like a good one. You know, having yes. a, a lead magnet and what a lead magnet is, is exactly what it says. It's, it's like a magnet. It's like attracting people that mm-hmm. are your ideal clients. Mm-hmm. And then that's usually like a freebie. It can be a freebie. Okay. I want, here's what I want to do. I want to pause because I talked about this last week. Okay. And we'll see how, if you and I agree on this, how long should it take you to create a freebie? Okay. (laughs) Okay. People, I I feel like people like stew on this, like so much, like I know. And and here's the other thing that people do is they create one, they put it on their website and then they never like revisit it. And granted, I'm a business coach and I love to learn. So I mm-hmm. have a library of freebies, mm-hmm. but it can, it, it shouldn't, you, well, you have to think of something that, what is something that somebody is willing to give their email address to? I am stingy. Yes. I am very stingy with my email. I'll be honest because I try to be a minimalist. I don't like junk. I, but I, I think of things like, what would I give my email list? I will tell you, I am a sucker for a coupon code and that's a lead magnet, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it's different in every industry, but you yeah. have to think of something that, what is something that is like, that they can get a quick win or a quick outcome or yes. you know, something. Yes. So how much time should you spend? That's a good question. You know, I have, I have lead magnets that have taken me like, I can spit things out pretty quick with my graphic design mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I can, I can put things out pretty quick, mm-hmm. but I have, I have some that have taken me like an hour and I have some that have taken me like a couple of weeks to do. Mm-hmm. And so I think mm-hmm. it's one of those things where just like put it out there. And yeah. the other thing that I tell my clients all the time is you have to test things. So yes. if you, if you have a, a like a coach a business coach or somebody say, do this, this will work. You, you, you need to like, I don't know. I'm always like, okay, wait, because like, you know, your audience better than I know your audience. Right. And so it's like, what is going to work? And we never know. Like I have done things where I'm like, oh my gosh, people are going to love this. I'm going to like sell so much of this. And then it's like, wah, wah, wah. And then I've done other things where I'm like, I'm just putting this out there and it's totally like does well. Yeah. So we have to, we have to have the mentality like, um, I just, I'm going to just put this out there. I'm going to test it and see what works. And if it doesn't work, I'll try something else, you know? So so that's why I really like encourage people to do more than one lead magnet. Um, Mm -hmm. I think in our business is, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for a long, long time. And it's, I always say it's like you're building layers. Mm-hmm. And you do one thing and then you add another layer and, and it just takes time. You have to be mm-hmm. patient mm-hmm. with the process because we're gonna we're gonna do one thing. And, and it it building a brand, it yeah. takes time. It takes time. It yeah, takes absolutely. Time. Yeah. I want to jump in and say that I see people acting as if a freebie is such a huge thing that is going to take up so much of their life, so much of their energy, and they want to get it all right. And I think that gets in the way so much. So like when I'm coaching, like in our groups, I'm like, listen, you're going to get it done. Like set a timeframe. I believe that most people listening to this could give themselves 20 minutes and they could come up with five simple tips that would make a huge difference. You have a VA, make it beautiful for you. And you have something on your site. I would way rather you have something on your site. Now, 
you want it to be something useful, right? You don't want to just throw anything up there. But the truth is that most coaches, you have something really valuable. You yeah. probably have three to five things that you could say in a very simple way that would help someone. Oh, yeah. And so for yeah, anyone for sure. listening that's like, oh, no, now I have to block out the next three months and, you know, make this fillable PDF and I have to make this free course. No. Yeah. Start yeah. with something. And I think the other thing that coaches forget a lot is it's the message that's making people click, right? Or the yeah. offer. And 100%. so to Brittany's point, like, what is it? We, we think that free is an easy thing for people to take, but it's not, Mm-mm. right? It's got to be something where it's worth someone letting you into their space, giving yeah. you their email. So you want to make sure that that's compelling and you want to make sure it's solid. But if you are really feeling overwhelmed at this idea, put something together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's like, you know, like it's exactly like what we talk about with the model. You know, when if you're overthinking and... Oh, what should I do? I'm overwhelmed. What's gonna? What's the action you're gonna take? You don't do nothing. What's the result? Nothing. You're not growing your email list, and so it's like right. just just put something out there. It, the other thing that I see a lot of times is people do spend a lot of time, and that's fine if you want to spend a lot of time. But the other thing is like then they put it on their website, they slap it on their website, and then it's one and done, and they don't talk about it, they mm-hmm. don't like promote it, mm, and so yeah. you know it's really important that when you create a lead magnet that you are are talking about it, and and just back yeah. to the touching on the creation a little bit, look at what how you coach or whatever you're coaching on or whatever you're teaching. Mm-hmm. More than likely, you probably have some sort of like PDF or you know like hey try this. Here's a worksheet that goes with it. There's nothing wrong with taking a small portion of your program and turning that into just like a sneak peek at like what, you, what you do, yes. you know, because a lot of times those are things that we implement in our, in our programs or in our businesses anyway. So yes. give them a little like sneak peek of what, how you work with a client, you know? Yes. But I agree with what you say it is. It's about how enticing is the offer, you know, like, right. you, you know, have something like get them in, you know, and know what their pain points are, address them, give them like a quick win, whatever it may be and, and get them to in so that you can start nurturing them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we know we need to have a compelling thing for people to click on, have that freebie, revisit it, learn what works, any other tips for people that are just getting started. Yeah. I think, again, don't be stuck in just doing one like lead magnet. And I'm going to give you guys some of my favorite ways that I have like grown my email list, but also like really like leveraged my lead magnet. But I think, you know, sometimes we think, oh, I need to do a checklist or I need to do like an ebook or whatever. But there, there are literally like so many different ways that you can like grow your, your email list. There's other ways aside from like the lead magnet, again, you have to talk about it. So I'm going to give you guys some, just kind of some tips of things that I do. And I have my clients do that have really like helped them grow their email list. Um, one of my favorite things to do is um, a lot of times we will, you know, cause we want to be seen. So we'll get on Instagram and do an Instagram live or go to our Facebook group and do, uh, you know, like a, a do a, like a mini training there. But I love my favorite way of growing my email list is doing webinars because I love to teach. I can talk about my offer, but I also do it in a way where I'm getting, you have to get people's email addresses, sign up for my webinar, teach this, 
Um, you know, you, you get to teach and they get to see you, you're positioning yourself as an expert and you're getting email addresses. So I would say that that is one of my favorite things to do as far as growing my, my email list. But so when when you're, when you're doing those webinars, are you, are you advertising them on Facebook or Instagram? Like how are people finding out about it to begin with? Yes. I'm, I put it on, you know, I put it on my Instagram. I put it on, you know, like I have a Facebook group, I'll put it on Facebook. There's also other, you know, like there's, there's Facebook groups that let you promote. And, you know, I kind of have a list of those Facebook groups and I will promote them in different people's groups. I will, I'll ask my clients, you know, I have clients that we have the same ideal client, but we're not really in competition. And Hey, would you mind like posting or sharing this? I mean, that's a whole other like podcast, but like, we really have to leverage our network. And we have a sales team at the tip of our fingers. If we can learn to nurture our network and, and you know, like grow them and, and help one another out. So that's yes. the main thing that I do is just promote within some of the groups and networks yeah. that I'm in right now. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And I, one thing I love about what you said, Brittany, is like for you, you love teaching. That's mm-hmm. something that's natural for you. And I think everyone listening here, I guarantee you have something that you love to do that you're amazing at, that you're yeah. in flow when you're doing it. And that can be the way you bring people into your world, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, and yeah. I think too, something that's really important is just because one person does it one way, that doesn't mean you have to do it that way. And I think that we kind of get in that. We're taught one way and we think, okay, I have to do this. And even like social media or teaching, some people have a lot of charisma in front of the camera. You know, other people, it's it doesn't come as natural. Some people are stronger yes. writers or, you know what I mean? And so you have to really find what you're passionate about. Some people are better at networking in person. You know, like you have to find what what feels good to you because people will, will pick up on that energy, you know, like, absolutely, you know, yes, it, you have totally. to do like, you have to do what is like, you feel good doing mm-hmm. and your strength. For yes. Sure, so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Love it. And I love that you talked about those relationships because building relationships and networking with one another. I mean, I think that's the way that you expand and build, you know, your audience faster than any other way. Oh yeah. 100%. I totally agree. Yeah. And, and I always say that like you, we spend all this money and time and all these things like on Instagram or, or Facebook, social media, but really a lot of times your most powerful marketing tool is going to be word of mouth. And that comes from the relationships that you build. So yes, yes. A hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Totally so. agree. Okay. So my next tip is use your social media to grow your, your email list. Um, one of my favorite tools that I, I use and I have my clients use is use like polls. Um, I will do like on Instagram, if I'm doing a training, if I'm doing, have a freebie, I'll put up a poll and and I kind of like prime my audience up for it. You know? So if I'm talking like SEO, I'll say like, Oh, do you have a website? Do you struggle with SEO? And I'm asking these questions using polls. And then I'll say, do you want my, my, um, SEO checklist? And everybody who responds yes to it, I direct message them and I give them the link. And if I'm doing a training, I do oh, the same thing. So it smart. really works. It works. Yeah. So and smart. I, yeah. I have a client and she's an organizational coach and she started with like no email list. And this was a strategy. I'm like, you have all of these like amazing checklists that you're using. Like, let's use this in and grow your email list. And her email list has been like grown like 10 times. Because she's just doing this on on a regular basis. 
Um, and sometimes I'm like, oh, you should do like this or you should do that because I love organization too. So, mm-hmm. but it's, it's really like using that and I use that for trainings too. And it's seriously, it's probably one of my favorite like things to do. Um, and you can do that on Facebook too. You can post like, hey, does anybody like leave a comment if you want X, Y, and Z and everybody who does, you direct message them, make it easy. People love easy. Yes. And if you yes. send it right to them and it's just a click, then like you will see growth for sure. Yes. So. I think one of the biggest mistakes coaches make is making it so hard for people to get their freebie. Oh yeah. It's like, sure. make it easy. Make it something that is like so relevant that they can't say no. Yeah. And don't make them go through a bunch of steps or make it complicated. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. You have to like make things easy for people for sure. Yes. So. Okay. My next tip is Facebook groups. There's different platforms and you can use them for different ways. And depending on where your audience is, Um, My main platform is Instagram. That's where I spend the most time, but I have a Facebook group and you can make your Facebook group private. And I, this is what I encourage. I actually have a course on this, but um, you make it private and you get to ask three questions for them to enter your Facebook group. And I, I think that I ask, what is, what do you do? What is your profession? What do you struggle with? And then I say, do you want business tips and tricks sent to your inbox? And I ask for their email address and I get so many email addresses from that. Even this morning, oh I, gosh, I, I, I kind of, I hadn't, I've been out of town and I hadn't checked on it and I had 20 new requests that I had to go in and approve. And you don't always get email addresses, but I think out of the 20 that I had in there, I think I had like 17 email addresses. And so that's another great one that you can do. Another thing you can do in Facebook groups is. Um, when you welcome members, you can say, oh, here's a welcome gift. I have created this and put, put your freebies in there. Like, again, talk about them all the time. So that's another great one. Um, the next one so is smart. consider using doing a pop-up on your website. And mm. people don't really like know this, especially if you're not super tech savvy, but you can do pop-ups on different pages and have different pop-ups. I could have one that shows up on my blog page when they click on my blog. I could have one on my main page. Um, you know, so a pop-up is another one I have heard for like SEO reasons, like not to disable it for your phone. Um, for some reason they, it it kind of affects your mobile SEO. Um, but I'm not 100%. I've just heard that in like some of the SEO groups that I'm in. So, um, that's just something to think about. And I have noticed Mm -hmm. when I go to someone's website and it's like huge, uh, on my mobile and I can't mm-hmm. figure out how to exit out. I, mm. sometimes I just like, okay, peace out. And I like, close yeah, it. yes, that's true. Yeah. But so you have good to, be, to think about that. Be mindful of that. Um, the other thing is Pinterest. Pinterest is a great tool that is very underutilized. Put your freebies on Pinterest. Um, you can do, uh, do a bunch of different graphics. Like if you have a lead magnet or freebie, say it's like 50 free viral posts or something like that. Do 10 of that freebie and change up the graphics, change the color, change the text and pin it multiple times and get it out there. Pinterest is, it's a platform that has a search engine in it. So it has a longer lifespan. People can actually find your stuff. They can go and say, um, I want to find a life coach for X, Y, and Z. And even if you pin stuff that like a long time ago, it still can come up because it has like a search engine in it. So it's, it's a good tool to, to utilize in your business. 
Okay. So what would you say to the people that are listening and are now thinking they have to do all of these things and they're totally overwhelmed because they've never used know, any know, of them? Okay. I'll tell you what I tell my clients. Okay. Pick, pick two platforms. Pick one that is a social and you have to socialize and pick one that is a searchable platform. And the searchable ones are Pinterest, Pinterest, your, your blog, cause like Google or YouTube, those are the three main searchable platforms. Um, and don't over, don't feel like you have to do everything. And, and, and honestly, your ideal client is going to be in different places, you know? And so you have to, you have to understand where your ideal client is. If you are like my client, that's an organizational coach, Pinterest is a good platform for her because that's where moms who are organizing their house, they go for ideas, you know, like, and so you have to find LinkedIn. It might not be the best platform for her. So finding Pick one or two until you get like systems and automations. Mm. Once you have those systems and automations, then you just repurpose everything. Like get a VA and just say, here's the content and here's the platforms, repurpose this. I'm really big on repurposing. I'm on almost every platform you can imagine, but I all the other stuff is either my VA is doing or it's automated. And I'm mainly just like on Instagram. So don't, don't overwhelm yourself. And, and you also need to say, like, are you getting a return on your time? You know, yes. if you're spending five hours on Instagram and you're not getting clients from it, you need to find something that works a little bit better. So, yes, yes, absolutely. And I think sometimes for all of you listening, I think it's good to think about, like, where would be the easiest place you could go that would also be the most impactful? Yeah, because sometimes sure. there may be a platform that you're, you're, you know, okay, I want to get used to this. I want to learn this because this is where my people are. Yeah. But I think I think you both kind of finding this balance of where's a natural place for me to be and where are my people going to be? And yeah. that's where you want to start. Yeah, yeah. You know, aside from like a few like niches, you know, like if you are working, for example, if you want to work with like executives and CEOs, like they're probably, they're more likely to be on LinkedIn than Instagram you know, but, but overall, I would say just pick any platform. There are a bazillion people on every platform. And so I don't think, oh, this one platform is going to work better for, I, I think what you put your time into, you get a return no matter what, just pick one. Don't that, that is, I think one of the biggest mistakes entrepreneurs make is they spread themselves too thin. And a lot of these social media platforms are a time suck too, unless you're very like disciplined and you're on and off it really can take away from like you growing your business. Yes, yes. And I think it can become something that seems useful where we spend a lot of time, but we're sometimes not really, uh, we're kind of avoiding sometimes the places we need to be in our business too. So we always want to be onto ourselves in these sneaky brains. For sure. Yeah. Um, Okay, so the last tip is always have a call to action. Obviously we want to teach that. But if you have lead magnets and you are writing a blog, make sure that you include that at the end of your blog. You know, if I'm writing something on Instagram, you need to stick your freebie, create a graphic and say, click here to grab my Instagram planner. Or if you're, you're guest blogging for somebody, um, or you're on somebody's podcast, like, you know, like talk about it on your podcast. I was on a podcast. This was like a few years ago and it was a photography podcast. And I was talking about money mindset and I had a money mindset like freebie and he put it in the show notes and it was, I didn't realize he was as big as a podcaster as I thought. And I got a ton of emails from that one particular like, like podcast. So 
put your stuff out there. You know, if you're doing stuff for free, 100% every time, like offer your freebie. You know, you can go to Canva and which I should do this tutorial on Instagram. I was thinking about this yesterday, but you can create a QR code in Canva of your freebie. And when you're speaking or you're doing something like put the QR code up there and people can scan it and click, click, and and they're on your email list. So just make it easy and, and put it out there. Yes. And as you're talking, what I'm hearing is there are so many missed opportunities. And I think we don't want to overwhelm ourselves thinking we have to do everything, but it's true, right? If you're speaking, if you're already doing something and putting yourself out there in front of people, don't lose out on that opportunity. Give people an opportunity to come with you, whether it's a mini session or whether it's a lead magnet. And um, yeah, yeah, don't don't yeah. miss those opportunities. And, and I think the other thing is just be patient with yourself. And, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. And being an entrepreneur is really, uh, it's a hard thing. You know, and one of the things like that I see a lot that hold people back, aside from like overthinking it, is technology. People get really overwhelmed with like the technology part of it. And so be patient with yourself, you know, that, you know, that's one of the things like I I say that the three things I see entrepreneurs really struggle with is their messaging isn't clear. You can't tell what exactly they do or what they offer. The second one is they don't make offers and people don't like they're just not offering. And the third one is technology. People Mm -hmm. get really overwhelmed with the technology Mm -hmm. and they're spinning their wills. So it's, you know. Yes. I know. Well, when I work with my like small groups or my 90 day group, 90 days with the master coach, guess what they're required to do? Have a VA. So I say, listen, the program's this much, but you need to have this much here to pay. I don't care who it is. Have someone available so that when you want to make a freebie, you can do it like that. And then they can make it pretty for you. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, and so. you and there and there's other platforms. I mean, you can go to 99 Designs. I mean, Canva has templates that if you want to do it yourself, beautiful templates. But there's tons of resources out there. Etsy, you know, like it. There's tons of resources where you can make it beautiful and and yes, make it yes. presentable. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Awesome. Well, this has been so amazing. Okay, so all my listeners, where can they find you? Okay. My main platform is Instagram and I am Brittany.Schroeder on there. Like I said, I'm pretty much everywhere. Um, and I have a redefine your biz is your business is the name of my Facebook group. So, but those are are my main. And then my website is BrittanySchroeder.com. So you can check me out there as well. Awesome. Awesome. Amazing. Okay. And I know you have a freebie for them, right? Yes. I have put together a list of a bunch of lead magnet ideas that some are inside the box, sometimes some are outside the box, just a list of a bunch of lead magnet ideas. And I hope that that inspires you. And so I will send the link over to you, Molly, and you can throw that in your show notes. So awesome. Amazing. Thank you so much, Brittany. So good to have you here and everyone. You better go check her out. She's got so much to offer. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Masterful Coach Podcast you can check out www.thecoachingcollective.com for info about the ultimate program for coaches building a business. To find out more about Molly, you can visit www.mollyclaire.com. Oh,